Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Radio Anywhere. Nobody on earth can shut. That door leads to Rainbow Land. Please wish us well. We've got something to tell. Please wish us well. We've got something to tell. A goal we'd like us all to share. To make politicians history everywhere. Deliberately ignored by the local media from the 3rd of May to the 6th of June last year, a postal ballot conducted on behalf of the Rainbow Connection movement took place in Belfast. The entire city electorate at the time, 212,606 people, were sent an envelope containing a postcard that required both a signature and a tick in a box to confirm agreement that we should make our political servants redundant and unite to transform Belfast into the best city in the world. Returns were delivered daily to the wonderful Marcus Music Shop on Royal Avenue where they were fed into a large transparent rainbow-coloured tick displayed in the window. There are good reasons to suppose that in the near future, peoples of major European cities will lead the rest of our world into a leisure-oriented age of peace and harmony. They will elect to liberate themselves from their national governments and to create a scenario of self-governing, interdependent city-states and satellites. Meanwhile, with the climate of the planet warming up, the time has come for us all to begin to chill out. A horizon not too far 
An end to nation states and party politics. Direct democracy, genuine democracy. Everyone able to register their opinions on any issue of concern at any given time. This is surely our future. It isn't a question of if, but rather of when the powers that be will become the powers that were. We are all links in a cosmic chain of predetermined events designed to lead to a universal state of higher consciousness. On June 6th last year, when the MPH ballot was counted in the Cathedral Quarters black box venue, it transpired that 21 individuals had returned varyingly abusive comments, whilst 4,302 others had agreed that we should make our political servants redundant and unite to transform Belfast into the best city in the world. A peaceful revolution was set in motion and it is gathering momentum, power sharing to the people. On March 7th, simply by placing a tick in your Make Politicians History candidates box, you will be voting for a self-governing future. Remember, our political servants won't tell us that they're redundant. We have to tell them. So come on, you forward-looking Belfast people. Let's tick together. Tune in to the Rainbow Connection on MakePoliticiansHistory.org. Everyone that knows me to say on tape, which I think that is, is that taping? Is that going around? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> um, I want every, everyone I I know to say they think I'm star raising bonkers. I I I don't know. No, no, not really. We're not going to fall into that trap. Although you have. Probably forgotten. It is now time for you to wake up and tune in to the rainbow connection. someone I hope a little later on is actually in contact with aliens from another planet. Well, that'll be interesting. Stay tuned. <laughs> 19 minutes to 1 on Capital on Thursday morning. We're talking about flying saucers, UFOs, and those what fly them, where they came from. Have you seen them? And would you like to? And what would you say to them if you did? And what would they say to you? Go on, George. Right. Now, you're the chap, I'm told, that's actually in touch, are you? I believe so. You've had... A close encounter of the first kind. I believe so. I've never seen a flying saucer. I, I have, um, but I've next to no doubt that they exist. Just I, I've never seen um, God, but I've next to no doubt that God exists. Well, it would be supremely arrogant of us to believe that we are the only life forms, as I said a few minutes ago. But what's this encounter you've had? Tell us. I have. It's not I had. I, I believe myself to be in telepathic communication with a space intelligence and, um, it's fun. But what do they say to you? And what language do they speak? And how do you understand each other? And all those things. Oh, no, it's just, it's just like being on a telephone line and you, you receive. 
What do you see? Uh, future. They tell you what's going to happen? Yes. What's going to win the gold cup? I don't know. They don't tell me those sort of things. I ask them those sort of things, but they won't tell me that. It, it doesn't work that way. It's the future. Yes, I've seen the future. I've been shown the future. I don't know exactly what Hampstead. your 30 last week and you uh, have to be on Vodafone network apparently uh, and you just dial 81089 send me a small text message so please go ahead and do that George from Hampstead you're on talk sport hello Gary hello George I'm looking for a bit of guidance I, I'm a tenant in a, in a small house um, I have been a tenant here since 1969 mm -hmm. I haven't paid any rent since January 1984 and I haven't heard from my landlord for almost 12 years now. Let me ask you this. Hmm. As a, not that it's particularly relevant, but it may be. Is it a house in which you are the only occupant? Yes. Fine. You should go and see a solicitor immediately. If you've lived there for 12 years without being without paying any rent, you've been squatting, more or less, and you can claim possessory title, which means it can become your property. You've been there over 12 years, you've heard nothing from the landlord. Almost, almost 12 years. Well, 1984 to 2001, I'm age 17. <coughs> ah, yes, no, but I did hear from my landlord in January 1990. What did he say? Um, he, he was trying to get me <laughs> evicted at the time, but, 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 um... Um, he, he asked for rent at that time, but I'm saying that's almost 12 years All right, ago. well, when the 12 years are up, you can claim squatter's rights if you've not heard from the landlord, he's not made any claim to get you out or for you to pay rent or anything else. You may have acquired what's called possessory title. Go for it. Right, okay. so your advice is for me to go and see a solicitor? After 12 years from the last time you heard from the landlord. Right. All right? Yes. That's lucky. You've been given a house in Hampstead. Must well, be worth a few. Well, but... I don't know. I don't What's know it worth? You. Oh, quite a lot. Yes, quite a lot. <laughs> Could be eight and fourpence to some people. What's it worth? Hampstead. Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. More than that. Four hundred thousand. Mm, probably a bit more than that. And you don't pay the rent. No. Good luck, George. David from Sunderland. You're on Talksport. Oh, yeah. Hi. Uh, just a very quick question. Um, a long story short. Well, this is strange, isn't it? Uh, Rainbow George has died. And um, for those who don't know, I found out earlier on today, someone posted in the Discord a link to the story in the Camden Journal, the Camden newspaper. Um, and it's a weird one, right? You want to know the last two words I said to George? They were fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the last two words. I felt bad about it for a second. 
And then I didn't feel bad about it. And I'm cool with the fact that those were the last things I said. Because he was talking nonsense about um, COVID. And um, that was kind of our relationship in different stages. Um, So I'm cool with the fact that my last two words to him were F off. Um, That's the show. That was him. That was me. And that's cool. You know, that's cool. Um, And I have very mixed feelings about George. I found him fascinating. Really, really fascinating. And I wish, you know, I tried so many times on my own with Catherine. I tried so many times to get to the story. We went round to his house once to make a podcast, um, like a series, a podcast series. And it was really interesting because I didn't interview him and I, ha- I, I, Catherine did, and he didn't like it. And I wanted to get the Peter Cook stories. I wanted to get the LSD stories. I wanted to get the George stories. And I didn't. You know, what I got, was the bank of a gazillion wonders and all of that stuff and Jesus Christ and um, not blaspheming and quoting and all of that stuff, right? And that's not what I wanted, but you know what? That's cool because that's not what he wanted to give. He was a frustrating, annoying pain in the ass. Also made me laugh sometimes. I found him fascinating. I was was endlessly curious about him. And um, there's no two ways about it. He was, I don't want to use the word legend because that's, um, he, he was, for, for fans of late night phone-in radio, he was a big player in that world. I don't want to say legend. I don't, I don't think legend really applies to many people. But he was a big player in that world. Certainly on my show, uh, Mike, Mike Dickin. You love Mike's Dickin. Uh, Clive Bull. Five Live. Jim Davis. Dot and Adebayo. Um, he was a big player. He popped up regularly for years for years and um you know he still owes me two is it 2000 2021 pounds because he didn't write the winning um uh eurovision song is that right he owes me that money dear god i'm gonna have to dust off the ouija board and um get that goddamn money someone raised a good point on uh, Twitter, who gets his tapes? Who gets ownership of the tapes? Because there's like thousands, thousands. And it's fascinating. I hope to God it's not me. I really, I really hope to God he did not put those in his will to me. Because that's a big task that I do not want to get my hands dirty on. Um, so that's Rainbow George, who's dead. And... Um, I remember when he started phoning us very, very recently, like maybe three months ago. And I said to Catherine, he's going to, he's going to die soon. He is going to die very, very soon. And, um, I was right. So it's Ian Lee's two hour, 10 till midnight, late night, pointless phone-in show. 
And you can call in about anything, right? You can call in about anything. If you want to call in about George, you're very, very welcome to. We'd love to hear you. But if you don't want to call in about George, that's cool as well. I have opened um, the Discord. I don't like having the Discord open when we're doing the show. But I have opened the Discord because uh, I thought maybe you would like Maybe some of you would like to chat about it, you know, in that kind of forum. And that's that's okay. Um, so it's a weird one. It's a weird one. I'm trying to find his last... What's his last... Here we go. His last voice message from the 29th of November. I'd spoken to him since. Let's have a listen to see what this is. Here we go. It's only George. Any chance of having a chat? Should we phone the number and see what happens? Hello, the person you're calling isn't around right now. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished, simply hang up or press the hash key for more options. Hey, George. It's Ian Lee. You were a worthy adversary. And I enjoyed our verbal jousts. I really enjoyed cutting you off if I'm completely honest. And you made things... You made things... You made things interesting. And for that, I am... uh, I'm very grateful. And... um, Thank you. Take care, brother. So on we go, 0203-286-6370, saying that I have just tweeted the Camden New Journal who broke the story saying, you know, if, if those tapes if those tapes are gonna get junked, I'll have them. You know, I'm not I'm not I hope it doesn't look like I'm going, I'll have them. You know, I'm I'm hoping that there is someone they are bequeathed to who will, you know, sort them and go through them and do all kinds of things. Um but if the option is they get chucked into a skip. Then I'll take them. I'll take them. I'll take them. 0203-286-6370 is the telephone number. I mean, let's 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 do this. Hello, caller. You proud of yourself? Hey. It depends what you're referring to. Leaving a dead man a message for entertainment. 
Oh, it's the ambulance guy doing a different voice. And you have a guy at me for making a joke about Reese Witherspoon, and you do that. You made, a joke, you made a joke about stabbing And if any of your dimwits say that's acceptable, taking a fucking piss, mate. You're fucking wrong then. Okay. I'm a wrong one. Fucking should be ashamed of yourself, mate. I'm not, but carry on. You do fucking anything for entertainment, you, aren't you? Fucking ring a dead man's phone. Do you just want to curb your language a little bit? Oh, fuck off, you prick. You got no shame now. Oh. Hey? So you can't fucking speak because you know it's the fucking truth, don't you? Okay, I know it's the I know it's the fucking truth. Fucking wrong, and you fucking prick. Yet you keep listening, and you keep calling, and you keep withholding your number. Thanks so much for your call. It's appreciated. Oh two oh three two eight six six three seven zero is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be a very, very welcome. I will not take lectures from a man who withholds his numbers, pretends to be a fan of ambulance, because it's the same guy and makes jokes about stabbing women. I'm afraid that doesn't wash with me. That doesn't wash with me. Let's go to another caller. Hello, caller. Hello, Ian. It's Gary. Hello, Gary. How's it going? All right. Um, we're very peculiar. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, mixed feelings about George. As you know, the last call to him was "f off." The last two words. Yeah. Um, I, I don't feel bad about that because that's what it was. And you know, your 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 relationship with George was was almost like fencing. You know, it was you. He would come at you, and then you would go at him. It wasn't ever that kind of. It, there was always going to be an f off at some point between well, one of you. Yeah, and and you know, here's the thing. I, I, if I'm angry with a caller, anyone could die after their call. You could die after their call. It's not a threat, even if you feel threatened. But oh. I've got to do the show as I see fit to do the show. And I told him well, to it, F off. And, and, and with the greatest of will, greatest of respect, a number of your calls have died and you don't know it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 can think back, I can think back to a number of calls on LBC who I know are no longer with us. But I don't know for sure, but I'm yeah. fairly certain they're not. Yeah. Probably because it was an older an older person station, so we say as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't admit to being a fan of George's. I, I admire. I'm only because I'm more of be a on, fan of you. Be than, honest. Well, be honest. No, no. Well, I, yeah, I found a lot of his calls quite boring because I yep. didn't understand what he was going on about. Yeah, and I didn't really have the patience it, to try it, and. A lot of it was bollocks, Gary. A lot of yeah. it was bollocks, as a lot of the calls to my shows are. And I, I, I can't deny that when he came on, I would often do, that. oh, no, not George, you know, and it, I can't admit that. But someone, you know, he clearly had a passion for t- speech radio, which I can, I can, I'm not going to use the word admire, I can relate to. Um, but I was always more a fan of yours, so I haven't heard a lot of his back catalogue. But it does appear that he was just saying the same thing again and again and again. He had a he had a he had a, an agenda sometimes I think, um, and yeah, that's, well, his agenda that's, was to promote okay. the Bank of a Gazillion Wonders and and all yeah. of that stuff. It's interesting, isn't it? I always like it when you know, like if there's if there's a terrorist attack. I'm going off on a tangent, Gary, but stay with me, right? Okay. Yeah. There's a terrorist attack, um, and then someone goes on Twitter to make a political point out of the terrorist mm-hmm. attack. You will then get 
someone else from another political standpoint going, that's disgusting that you're making a political point out of that. Yeah. When they themselves are making a political point out of calling yeah. out that political point. And I find it really, and we won't dwell on him, he's a horrible, obnoxious um, man, man yeah, in, yeah. in inverted commas, um, who was doing exactly what he accused me of doing. And, and, and it, yeah. his heart is so cold. His heart is so cold and so violent and so misogynistic. He couldn't see the beauty and the significance of making that call. So I'm sorry, anonymous guy. It's the ambulance guy. It's the same yeah. guy. We've indulged him. I, I must admit, when, when I heard you say you were ringing his number, yep. I probably had that same pang of, oh, really? You know, what if somebody does pick up and it's, you know, or whatever. But then I thought, no. Then when I heard the message, I thought, no, that's something Ian clearly wanted to do. You wouldn't have done it without thinking through all of the possibilities uh, of what could have happened. But his reaction was ridiculous, banal, and he needs to wash his mouth out. Oh, here we go. He's, he's, just, he's just tweeted me. Oh, um, excellent. His, his name is Reg Cray underscore The Firm. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Oh well, well that's 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 blocked to me. If, if anyone wants to wants to swoop in there, you're very welcome. But but I but might I might I might have a little tete-a-tete with him later. Nah. Here's the thing: I'm very confident and comfortable in myself. I'm going through so many yeah. significant changes, and and there's a, 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 something I won't talk about today. But a miracle happened today, an actual miracle, Gary. And I don't use that word lightly in your presence. A miracle. Wow. Happened. And um, I am at this precise second in time so comfortable. So confident in what I am doing that I am impenetrable. I cannot be wounded. I cannot be touched. I cannot be swayed from the direction I am moving in. And um, makes me good. Makes me glad to hear that. Ian. Yeah, I'm. I'm cool with everything that I've done in the last thirty-two minutes. I'm cool with it. Even cool. even even indulging that gentleman. Some show, man. Some show. Some show. Some life, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Take care, well, brother. You only, get one. you only get one of them, so live it. Unless you're um, a Buddhist. Um, so live them all. 0203 286 6370 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. And it's interesting, isn't it? Someone would, would, would use this unique situation and this unique show to try and score points. Um, stay safe. Stay safe, that man. 0203-286-6370. This is the Ian Lee. I don't really know what the name of this show is. Um, if only there was someone who could um, who could clarify it uh, for me. What's, the, what's this? Margaret, I'm doing a voiceover for Ian Lee. Yeah, you remember him, don't you? <laughs> yes, she does. That, that's someone. And we go, well, that's, uh, it doesn't, I thought he would name the show, but he doesn't. He doesn't name the show. 0203-286-6370 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give me a call. You can call in about George. You can call in about anything. I'm, I'm absolutely open to everything. Oh, Alistair, I missed your call. And if I do miss your call, I will call you straight back. I don't know what you called on, so I'm going to try you on Skype. It gives me, it gives me three options. Um, nope, it's not that option. Let's try... Okay, let's try this option, the mobile. Let's see if the mobile is the one. Let's see if the mobile is the one. Hello? He owes me two Hello? he owes me two thousand and twenty one pounds, Alistair, for the Eurovision debacle. Well well I think uh 
yeah, that's uh, that's a tidy sum, isn't it? <laughs> I think he was broke at the end. I, I think he said that that he was broke at the end. Um... Yeah, I was just um, reading a little bit of uh, background on Wikipedia about him and on the internet, and kind of um, I was wondering. Uh, you may not want to give an opinion on this so close after his uh, passing, but yep. it's a shame, I thought, that um, the money he made from selling that house... Yeah, million pounds. Some might say that he wasted it on kind of a, the fool's thing with the, the political party. If Would you say that he was deluded or would you say that he was mm. that was just his personality? I think he was nuts. That was just his character. I think he was yeah. nuts. Um, and this is kind of one of the things I wanted to get to. He talked about a big LSD experience. He talked about some kind of um, t- t- what sounded like a mental breakdown. I, you know, those, those are my words, not his. And and that seemed to be the turning point. That and the LSD. And he loved his weed, and mm. you know he was smoking weed up up, up until the end. Um, he was bonkers, you know, it, 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 but, it, but with some grounding in, this is my opinion, with some grounding in reality. But um, for me, the key thing was just the frustration of you'd be going, George, tell me about this. And it was like butting your head against a brick wall. He mm. was determined to talk about the bank of a gazillion wonders, about, you know, re- reinterpreting the Bible, all of these kind of things. Well done him for sticking to his guns, even though... It wound me up terribly. <laughs> mm. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, but he's, he's, I suppose the thing is, that, and maybe this is some interpretation that, that wrote these words on, on the internet, but it seemed to me that the sort of political stuff, its roots were kind of having a, a more equal society and yeah. uh, talk about a universal income for everybody, which yeah. is, Really laudable and, and oh, quite he was, nice. His politics were rooted in um, that they, they were on the right side. You know, they were yeah. rooted in um, fairness and um, positivity. Yeah. So, but then, of course, it, it, it you know it's, it's a shame that. Well, in my view, it's a shame that he he kind of. Um, I mean, I can remember most of the calls you know, being sober, when I was sober, um, that he made to your good selves, you and Catherine. Yeah. And it seemed to me, um, from memory, and tell me if I'm wrong, that things turned with George in in the sense that he became more uh, antagonistic after yours and Catherine's visit to his house. He seemed to be a little more provocative, and um, he kind of almost expected you to be um, defensive and, and, and to challenge him after that. I don't know if I'm wrong. But, uh. um, he certainly did in the in the short term. Um, he certainly did in the short term. Uh, in the long term, I don't. I don't really know. But yeah, immediately after that, he wasn't. He wasn't very happy with us. He thought we'd stitched him up, which we hadn't. But um, yeah, no. And then he wanted his. But he kept saying he wanted his tapes back or something. He he, and he got his tapes. Ta- I had half a dozen of his tapes and he he, he got them. <laughs> hey, I, listen, I don't want to go into details of the miracle today um, right. because it's inappropriate because it involves other people who have not given me permission to share this story. But I will just say, Alistair, 
steps eight and nine, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Magic. Beautiful. Absolute magic. Okay. Well, that's great news. And um, enjoy the rest of the show. And uh, uh, rest in peace, George. Thank you, Alistair. 0203 286 6370 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It doesn't have to be a Rainbow George special. Um, you know, if, if you just tuned in, Rainbow George has died. And um, it leaves me with mixed feelings. There is a lot of sadness. I don't want anyone to, to go away, you know, thinking um, that I had, you know, that, that our relationship was difficult. Hello, caller. Did you hear about the actress that dialed 141? Reese with a Reese with a held number. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. <laughs> I will not listen to a lecture uh, on my behaviour from a man who makes jokes about stabbing women <laughs> and who is abusive to my colleague um, and phones up constantly with the withheld number. Is the ambulance guy? Um, we indulged him enough, and uh, and that's the end of that. Oh two oh three two eight six six three seven oh. If you want to give me a call, you can. I'm here till midnight. I'm here every Monday and Tuesday, um, ten till midnight. And then there are other great shows going on as well. Who's after me tonight? Let me have a little look at the schedule because we always put a really good show after this. Oh, it's Fadson. It's Fadson. Episode six is coming up after this. Fadson is great, man. The Fadson podcast is great. And by the way, all of these shows that we have, the Computer Game Show, Muggy Bonehead, Fadson, maybe not the Nerdy T-Shirt Club, but they all have podcasts that you can go and listen to. Oh, I've got some exciting news. The Nerdy T-Shirt Club got in touch with me today and they said, we've got an idea. And um, we wonder what you think. How about if we recorded a Christmas Eve and a New Year's Eve show for you? I went, yes, mate. Yes, mate. That would be perfect. Catherine and I, as you know, historically do a New Year's Eve show, but I'm I'm going to a wedding um, on New Year's Eve, so I will not be doing one, but they will be, and that's going to be awesome. I am so looking forward to that. Um, What to do, what to do, what to do. 40 minutes in, and of course the chat has been about George, and that's cool. We can carry on talking about George if you want. Uh, or you can just phone in and do any old nonsense. And if you want to phone in and, and, and tell me you think the show is rubbish and you think I um, should be ashamed of myself, hey, that is so cool. This second in time, I am indestructible. I think I may be heading upwards um, on a little bit of a, 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 I nearly said a bisexual high. Wowzers. Ooh la la. I mean... Really, wouldn't that wouldn't that be something? Gosh! Oh, Brian! Um, they've got the horn. I meant a bipolar. I meant a bipolar upswing, and that's kind of cool. But also, there's a real confidence I got going at the moment. You can't touch me. Can't touch me. Want to try? You can't do it. Oh two oh three. 286-6370. And you can call us from anywhere in the world um, using on, on Skype on T L N A. It's that simple. Um, 
What should we do? What should we do? What should we do? Should we play a song? Maybe is a song the way forward. Oh, here we go. Do you want to hear some swear words? Here we go. Yep. Ed. Who's this? How are ya? Oh, it's the same guy. Yeah, I just want to chat, mate, really. You know, I'll make a little joke, and what you've done there is a lot worse, and then you compare it to that. You are obsessed. You are obsessed with me. You're obsessed with being abusive and offensive to women. And I don't know what it is. Was it Catherine joining me? Was it me not liking your joke? Was it me pretending to go along with the ambulance stuff? I don't know what it is. The fade is down so they can't hear you. I don't know what it is that I'm not giving you. Well, I know what it is. You want my attention and you want me to find you funny and you want me to laugh along with you and not find you obnoxious. But I'm afraid... There we go. He's still going. I'm afraid. <laughs> Let's have a quick listen. Thank you. There he goes. I'm afraid that I really, you have nothing appealing about you that gives me anything to be interested or attracted in. I'm sure there's some kind of latent sexual feeling, and that's cool. I get it. I like guys. I like girls. I'm totally cool with that. Um, but it's quick listen. Brilliant. He's going. Uh, <laughs> um, but honestly, I, I, I really am not interested in you. Your, your, your calls are dull. They're offensive. They're misogynistic. Um, they're thoroughly unpleasant. So um, I'm not going to be indulging your ambulance calls anymore. I, I, I thought that by listening to those, we might get we might get somewhere. But it just wasn't happening. And, and you're choosing to phone up on the night that a guy has died. You're choosing to phone up and spout obscenities. Explain yourself. Go on. You just explain so you can't. I wasn't listening to a word you said. No one could hear you for the last two minutes and nine seconds. Do you want to try again? Oh, you're not pointing me out, are you? You're, 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 out, out, yeah. you're out now. You, you weren't out for the last two minutes and ten seconds. And oh, if right. you'd been listening, and, and you're not out now. And if you'd been listening, you would have known that. But, but you, you, you don't. You don't. You don't listen. So here's my decision. Here's my decision. There we go. Here's my decision. I'm not answering anonymous withheld numbers anymore. So bye. So why? <laughs> you can't touch me. You cannot touch me. You cannot touch me. I'm untouchable right now. Seriously. I'm so I'm so powerful in myself at this precise second in time. And it's really, really simple. You can tweet me from your, your stock accounts. That's cool. Um, I will not be answering withheld numbers anymore. And that's the end of that. No more attention for that gentleman. Um, 0203 286 6370. If you want to call from a number that's not withheld, boy, oh boy, I will chat to you. Of course, I'll chat to you. That would be a lovely thing to do. Um, but until then, that's not going to happen. Um, let's find. Oh, here we go. This is all I want. This is all I want. I just want to celebrate.
You know you're screwed, right? If you're the Prime Minister and Ant and Deck are calling you out for your lies on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. You know you're in a bad position, right? If that's what they're doing. Because that's what they did. I won't be able to find the clip now, am I? Because that's, well, here we go. Uh, here we go, here we go. Oh, here's a better version. Here we go, here we go. The celebs chose a new leader via the gift of a secret vote. And that means David's reign is over. Uh, but they weren't celebrating. No. They didn't have a party. They categorically deny any suggestions that they had a party. And Come back to that in a second. Let's go to the phones. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, Ian. This is that we're in, we're in an awkward position because you're the ambulance chaser, you're the ambulance guy impersonator, um, and we have I have finally unmasked him as the a hole that calls in and, and is very very abusive to women. So what do we do with you? Because you you're guilty of no crime. Well, I'm not sure. Oh God, I've never watched ambulance. Oh my God, he's a liar. So now what do we... And now I'm so confused. My whole world is being turned inside out like a sock. What do, you, what do we do with you? I mean, I'm less offensive. I could keep calling. Mm, I, think I, I think I'd like you to do that. Okay. okay. I'll be the nice ambulance. Okay. I mean, you're still a little bit of a knob. I mean, fair enough. Fair, fair enough, indeed. Uh, here we go. This fictional party definitely didn't involve cheese and wine or a secret Santa. Evening, Prime Minister. Hey! For now. Ant and Deck are calling him out, right? On I'm a Celebrity. How the hell is that... Um, oh, what was that song I just played? That was I Just Want to Celebrate by Rare Earth. How the hell is that guy in a job? If you be if you follow Miranda Sawyer as I do, she has been brilliantly tweeting um uh um uh, uh sorry, she's been tweeting loads of stories of people who couldn't get together at Christmas. Let me just pick one at random. Uh, Alison0202. My dad spent Christmas Day alone, alone on the anniversary of my mum's death, before passing soon after from catching COVID at the doctor getting his vaccine. The first time he left his house in a year, they can go to hell. Another one at random. Michael Jones. Spent Christmas working to ensure that all the care homes in our borough were vaccinated and couldn't go home to see me folks. Um, Bob, Helpful. Uh, this video is the video of um, one of the ministers kind of joking about it, making a laugh. This video was recorded on the very night we decided not to spend Christmas with my parents and grandfather to keep everyone safe. We didn't see my grandfather alive again in the flesh. He never spent a Christmas. He never spent a Christmas. Oh, flipping heck. He never spent a Christmas with his youngest grandson. At least they had their party, though. Christopher Payne. I spent last Christmas exchanging gifts with my father two metres away in a car park in the pouring rain before seeing my family through Zoom. Glad it was all 
worth it. Um, how on earth are they still in power? Here's what will happen, right? Boris Johnson will lose his job soon. Soon. If he makes it to the new year, it will be soon in the new year. And everyone will go, yes, we got rid of Boris Johnson. But you won't have got rid of the Conservatives. And someone else will come in. I don't know, Rob? You, you, you want Dominic Rob? You'd prefer coked up Michael Gove? You'd prefer that? Trust me, I used to do a lot of cocaine. You don't want someone who uses cocaine leading the country. So Boris Johnson is going to go because he has done his job. He has served his time. He has got he's got Brexit, which is what the papers and Murdoch and all of that wanted. Right. Right. Um, So he will go and he will be replaced by someone else. Quite possibly someone who was at that party. Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Do you remember in the old days? I'm old enough to remember that if there was a scandal about a politician, um, that politician would either resign immediately or would stay there until the pressure got too much that he was either fired or he resigned, right? And, and, and it normally wouldn't last more than a week, a couple of weeks. All of this lot are awful. And 20, 30 years ago, they would have all been pushed or they would have all jumped. And none of them, none of them, none of them are accountable for anything. Nobody is being responsible for anything. We are screwed, right? We are screwed. And this is a very, very dark time to be British. <laughs> I hate this country. I really, really hate this country. And people will say, well, why are you living in this country? Several reasons. My kids live here. I've got a house here. I grew up here. You know, I can live here and I can hate it. Um, but what a terrible, terrible time to be alive. Not only have we got a global pandemic... Get your vaccines, get your boosters, wear masks, please, everybody. Um, but we are being led by not just corrupt, not just corrupt, and they are corrupt. All of the ones at the top, Patel, Doris, um, uh, Johnson, Rob, they're, they're, they're bent. If they were at that party and they or they knew that party was going on, they're corrupt, right? They're liars, right? They're liars. Um Not only are they liars, they're also completely inept at their job. This is awful, man. This is awful. This is what we are dealing with. This is what we are living with. I have never known such a bleak, bleak time. Awful. And how are you doing with the COVID, by the way? How's that How's that going for you? Because I know that my friends at Balcony Shirts are closed. Certainly as of yesterday, they're closed because everyone in the shop has got COVID. I don't know how bad everyone's got it. And I'm sure Scott won't mind me saying this. Scott is really, really ill. Scott, we think, had COVID 
before it became popular. You know, I think he had it around January time. Oh God, I just get so confused with the years. But, but, but you know, you know when it kicked off in March. I think he had it a few months before that. And um, he's had the double jab and he's had the booster and he is sick as a dog. Now, who knows how ill he would be if he hadn't have had his double jabs and his boosters. So get the vaccine, guys. Please, please, please get the vaccine. But Balcony Shirts is closed on the run-up to Christmas. The most popular time of the year they're closed. So I'm urging you, I'm going to do a tweet now. If you can spend some money at balconyshirts.co.uk, do it. You won't get your order for a while, but get in there. Let me do a tweet. Let me do a tweet. What should I say? Um, I hear everyone at Balcony Shirts. There we go is laid low with the COVID. This is usually their most profitable profitable time of the year. If you need a gift, consider ordering from www.balconyshirts.co.uk and be prepared to wait. I need to put me in to wait a little bit longer. There we go. So if you can, if you get the 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 chance, and um, you want to order something, maybe order something from Balcony Shirts, and and maybe you won't get it before Christmas, but but just think of it as a lovely New Year's present. Hopefully they'll be back in. They'll be back in there by then, and they they will work like bilio to get this stuff out. But be prepared that you might not get it. Hats, hoodies, hoodies, hoodie, um, t-shirt, all of that stuff. Go and order it and see. I mean, they, they they might be back in soon. I don't really know where they where they're going to be back in, but but let's see. Um, let's go to the calls. Hello, caller. Yeah, hello there, Ian. Hello there. Um, hi. Um, I was just listening to you talk about politicians there, and I was just going to say something about that. Yes. But then just about balcony shirts, um, oh, this is, I mean, I can't remember how many years ago this was, but I ordered a T-shirt from balcony shirts once a year. And um, I had, what I had printed on it was, Obscene. Bill, do you know how much I mean you mean to me? Bill, do you, remember, do you like, know how much exactly. you mean to me? Oh, the Bill Buckley song. Exactly. So God knows how long ago that was. But honestly, that T-shirt, I mean, I could probably find it now. I mean, it lasted for years. I had it like a... I think- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We were having some sort of thing. Um, I used to... Um I used to, I used to like work in Canoe Wharf. We had this party where we used to listen to LBC at night, and people came as like, like references to LBC and stuff because we were that bored. Um, and I actually got that T-shirt printed for that purpose. But I wore it for years. But buy from Balcony Shirts. Buy from Balcony Shirts.co.uk and expect to get it a little bit later than you normally would. Exactly. It's not their fault they've got COVID. It's not their fault there's a global virus running through their veins. Running rampant. Running around. And anyway, what you were saying about the politicians. Yes. Um, which is quite a nice sort of metaphor to move on to and for. Um, I think you're wrong, Ian. I think we need to stop. We need to stop saying they're rubbish, they're inept, they don't know what they're doing. They are brilliant at their jobs, Ian. Look at what they're getting away with day in, day out. They are brilliant and they know it. Oh, they're brilliant at making money and they're brilliant at, at, at lying to no. us and they're brilliant at lining their own pockets, no. definitely. I'm talking in terms of politics. They don't yeah. have a clue. They're business people. They're all business people. And they see this as a, as a quick land grab where oh, we're in power. Shit, we can do it. Oh, there's a global pandemic. This is great. We can make even more money. They're great at business. But in terms of, yes, in terms of deciding what is right for the country, in terms of deciding what is um, the, the correct thing to do, the correct path to follow – they are completely useless. Well, I mean, you're going to have to define what is politics, you know, what is politics, and what is business. Because, I mean, pol- politics yes. is business. Politicians make a decision that means fishermen can't catch any fish, and that affects business. You know that that. They're politicians and they're great at it. They're redefining. No, okay, they're redefining what a politician is. And they are, okay. they're, they're setting out the roadmap. They've got the blueprint. They've got all the right players. I mean, it's like something out of, you know, Cluedo. I mean, you've got bloody Reese Mogg looking like he does and, and Rob looking this morning like literally a headlight was in his face. Um, and, and all the time that they're going, okay, we got away with that. Next, we got away with that. Next, we got away with that. Next, and we're going, okay, okay. Oh, they're so rubbish. We're complaining about them so much. We're not, we're not focusing on what they're doing. It's well, like no, well, no, hang like- on, hang on. I think, I think by complaining about them to some extent that is focusing on what they're doing we are focusing on what we're doing everyone is focusing on that well no everyone is focusing on that party and focusing to the point where someone is gonna someone is gonna spill someone who was serving drinks or one of the coppers or someone is going to tell what went on there everyone is focusing on no they won't Ian. no they won't all right, I disagree. That's, just, that's I, not going to happen. I dis- that's not going right, to happen. Okay, I disagree with you. I think that I will happen, and we'll see who's right. Um, Ian, do you know what? Um, just saying that, um, people about complaining, and um, it's just made me think of, a, of something a bit lighter, um, if you want. Yeah, go on. Um, um, 
I had a phone call today from my bank, yeah? yeah, off the back of a complaint I made, like one of these complaints you make when you just go from like not to zero um, in like, you know, like not to 60 in like 10 seconds. Um, and obviously it's taken ages for them to get back to me. I'm well over it. But they called me today and she went, you sound oh, I'm well calling about it. your complaint. Yeah, well, no, no, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, you do, and I was saying, in case anyone didn't pick up on it, I was being sarcastic there. You don't sound well over it. No, no, honestly, I'm, what I'm saying is that she called me today, a very nice lady from, from my bank, and said, I'm just following up on your complaint. And, and I went, all right, okay. And she took me through it, and it upheld a bit of it, and not another bit of it. But all the time I was thinking, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. Because, you know, you do that thing, don't you? I mean, basically, I put my password in wrong three times, and I got myself kicked out okay, um, of the app. Yeah. I know, exactly, exactly, Ian. But because I knew I was an idiot, I took it out. Well, I didn't take it out on the call handler guy, but I was like, I want to make a complaint about it. Because honestly, you know, I've had to wait 45 minutes to get through and, and this important transaction, and, and now I'm going to be late for work. I'm going to have to take a cab. And, and I was really laying it on, you know, because I was annoyed with other things. And so, well, this is perfect. So I can take it out on this situation. But so, you, but so you were frustrated that you had fucked, you had messed up. Uh, you yeah, so you were angry absolutely. with yourself, so instead of yeah. um, you, you externalised that anger and directed it at someone who had absolutely nothing to do with it. Yeah, I mean, wow. honestly, I, I know, I mean, honestly, I am a shitty person sometimes. It's, it's one of my personality flaws, but I try and make up for it in other ways. But I did think, oh, fuck it, you know what I mean? I'm going to make a complaint. Did you? And, and I did. Did you? You made a complaint? Yeah, well, it was really easy because he just put me through to the complaint. But who, what, what, what were I, you complaining about? Your stupidity? My stupidity, yeah, that I'd forgotten my, yeah. No, I was complaining essentially that the principle of my complaint was that I had to wait 45 minutes. For to, what? To speak to someone. To speak to someone because they, they had to... But the whole had, thing, the whole thing stemmed from the fact that you were stu <laughs> too stupid to remember your pin. Yeah. So I don't, understand what, I don't understand what the bank have done wrong in this. Have you... Nothing at all. Nothing whatsoever. And they give me a hundred quid today and they've done nothing wrong. That's my point. Um, well, not, they did 97 quid. Why did they um, give you 97 quid? What was that for? 75 pounds for trouble and upset, which I sort of said, well, you know, um, okay, thanks. And then 22 yeah. quid you feel for the cab fare. You feel comfortable taking that? Well, I thought about it. I thought about it. And I did say to her, I gave her a, a, I gave her an option to back out because I said, you know what, to be honest, mm, it's not her it's job. Not about, it's no, not, no, no, no. No, but it's not her position. You feel comfortable taking that ninety-seven pounds because you, um, you bullied someone. Well, give it to charity. Is that what you're going to do? No, I'm going to buy pizza. Okay, well that sounds is, really sh a really shitty thing to do. I know, I know. Oh, well, it, what I'm saying is that this, um, I'm, I'm saying that I made a complaint today, and think twice before you complain about things because sometimes it's worth taking a breath. Because when they call you back a month later and you're way over it, you'll find it really embarrassing. I was cringing. Well, well, well you, 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 you're, there's being embarrassed and then there's trying to make reparation for your Well, I think what I'll attitude. do in future, what I think I'll do in future well, well, is... Well, hang on, really hang on, nice hang on, hang on. There's no... I'll try to be a nice Hang person. on, hang on. There's that's no... They're, they're, they're doing thing. it in future. All right, that's... Away. Doing it in future. Okay, that's one thing. But you um, took your, your anger out on someone who had absolutely nothing to do with it and then someone no, no. else, then someone oh, okay. else, then someone else had to phone okay. you up and um, apologize and give you money for for no reason, and you accepted it. Wow! Yeah, and you're I comfortable know. accepting it. 
that's that's that says a lot, man. That says a lot. I think I think in mitigation, I think that there's no mitigation. There is no mitigation. I haven't misunderstood. I have heard. I haven't misunderstood. I've heard everything. I've heard everything. I've heard everything that you've said, and I've understood it. Unless you've missed out a huge chunk of the story, I've understood everything you said. I've missed out a really big chunk of the story. The actual call handler that I was talking to who I lodged my complaint with because I felt at the time, because I was like, you know, annoyed about lots of things, um, that I would lodge my complaint with him. And I didn't go, I want to lodge my complaint, you're rubbish. I said, do you know what? Honestly, you do not... I actually said to him, I'm so annoyed, I don't even want to take it out on you. So you, some guy who's on some guy who's some guy who's on minimum wage and has to well, put up with who has to who has to put up with assholes like you all the time. Yeah. You yeah. felt justified. You hour. felt justified to wade in and then get compo off the back of it. That's pretty low, yeah, Jessica. That's pretty low, Jessica. Thank you very much indeed. Oh two oh three. 286-6370 is the telephone number. That's a lousy attitude to have, right? That's a pretty stinky attitude. I'm sorry if you're expecting me to be... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if you expected me to be on your side. That's a pretty crappy attitude. And also, isn't it funny? She said, politicians are great. My words, rephrasing. Politicians are great at lining their own pockets, getting money that they don't deserve. And then she tells that story. Isn't that something? Isn't that interesting? Jessica, can I have a look in the mirror? Hello, caller. Hello, Ian. It's Stuart from Bedfordshire. Hello, Stuart. How are you? What have you got for us? Um, sadly, my partner passed away last week. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, she'd been very ill for four years. She'd been on kidney dialysis for three years um, due to diabetic mismanagement. She went blind last Oct- uh, October 2019. Oh, man, that's terrible. I'm really sorry. Yeah, and last Wednesday morning, just after midnight, she passed away with me, called 999. The ambulance went to work on her for over an hour, but she was flatlined all the way, so I take solace. She passed peacefully with me. And... <laughs> Honest, life is shit. <laughs> it sounds it sounds shit, man. I'm 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 really sorry about that. Like, I can't even begin to imagine. Can't even begin to imagine. Yeah, obviously, you know, I've been a fan of yours and Catherine's for a long time, and you know, I've got to know quite a few of the callers personally, and you know, you, over the last few days in that, you know, it's been a long haul, but uh, I've had radio anywhere on it. It's given me quite a bit of comfort, and obviously. I know the Muggy Bonehead boys personally from when I was a radio presenter. I'm sorry so. to hear that. Those guys is trouble. One of them is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah give him a paintbrush. <laughs> so what... Well, I'm going to ask a really dumb question, but I'm going to ask it. Yeah. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Um, I feel lonely. I feel very scared. Um, like you, though, I've got five cats and they know... They know what's gone on. Oh, yeah, of course. They're, they're like they're doing shift patterns. There's always one at my left shoulder. When I lay down, three of them lay on top of me. So they know what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, if it wasn't for them, I think maybe I'd have had a serious wobble and done something really out of line. But, uh, you know, I've rung the Samaritans a few times. Good. But like you say, 
they don't offer you options, they just listen. But yeah, yeah, they're not a I'm, I'm, slowly, I'm slowly working my way through a long list of financial matters and shutting Cheryl's life down best I can, but until I get a death certificate, not a lot of people will talk to me, so I'm just waiting for that to be released. So, uh, yeah, there's the, 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 the paperwork is um, is a minefield, and, and the documents you need to get the other documents to do the da, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, and obviously the benefit system, obviously she was getting a lot of payments, and I wasn't getting very many, and that's all stopped, so I sort of had to go capping around where I can and beg for money just so I can eat and put the lecturers at the on, but... Uh, yeah, if someone had said to me this time last week, I'd be sat here doing this, I wouldn't have believed them. But as everyone keeps saying to me, life goes on, but <laughs> it's difficult to comprehend as so I sit here. Um, what is... The, um, I'm not asking you out for drinks, I don't think that, but I just wonder, what are you no, doing no, tomorrow? No. How are you going to get through How are you going to get through tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, um, I've got a brand new mattress coming, because um, obviously... Yep. She died on the bed and the ambulance crew literally smashed the room to pieces trying to sort her out. Yeah. Uh, I've got all my bedding coming, so hopefully okay. you know, I can I can set up set up the house. Um I had a duvet day today, you know, I've non stop since last Wednesday. I've been on the phone every day for hours on end, so duvet day today, but I'll start the grind again tomorrow. And generally just uh, do my best to get through yet another day by myself. Take care, man. And I, that, I know that I know that sounds flippant, but I I, I mean it no. as, as genuinely as I can. Take action. All I can say to everyone else, all I can say to everyone else is, you know, cherish life because life is so so precious. Thank you, man. Thank you, Ian. Peace and love, man. Peace and love. Peace and love. Isn't it? Isn't it? I can see the number of people listening. This is, you know, there's 345 of you, which is about slightly above average for for this show. But in terms of radio, it's one of the smallest audiences ever. You know, talk radio, we are between 25 and 65,000. And um, they say, they say that it's something like 0.5. One percent, maybe even zero point zero one percent of the listeners call in. So the more listeners, you know, the more chance there is of getting callers and of getting different callers. And even when we were getting sixty five thousand at Talk Radio, which is it sounds a lot, but it was about the same as BBC London was getting in that slot, and we were a national station. Um, even when we were getting sixty five thousand, uh. We didn't have as many, we would sometimes, sometimes not have as many calls as we've had tonight on radio anywhere. And certainly it would be a rare night to get this much diversity. A rare night where you'd get this much different calls can't quite think of the words and um that uh, this is gonna how is that uh, that to me makes this a success 
and I don't want to turn it into, I'm trying not to turn it into, hey, this is a success. I, I've been wondering for a long time, what is the point of this? What is the point of doing this? I ain't getting rich. It's a pain in the ass. It's a lot of work for Matty, who stepped up to the plate. And I guess the point of doing this, you can hear the cats fighting. Could you stop fighting, please? I'm doing a, 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 a powerful, poignant moment on the radio. Okay, I think that's that sorted. Um, what is the point of this? The point of this is the last 75 minutes. That's the point of it, is the last 75 minutes. Will I keep doing it after January? Oh, I've got no, absolutely no idea. But it's, it's, it's 75 minutes like what we done just have. The, um, make me really miss radio, proper radio. You know the radio you can listen through, I don't know, a radio, you know that. Um, and however much people try and attack, attack me or attack it or whatever, or say I'm going the wrong way, I know, I know I'm going in the right direction. I can see Anonymous calling me. I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to answer that. Why would I invite such anger? Such anger. Such hatred. Self-hatred. The guy hates himself. When we hate ourselves, it comes out as anger. Quite often when we are angry, like with Jessica, when we are angry with others, it's because we hate ourselves. She hated herself because she'd forgotten her PIN number. We've all done it. She, was, she hated herself, so she took it and she was angry with someone else. The guy that calls in, he hates himself, so he takes it out on me. Probably hates women as well. But why? I can see you calling in, man. It's, it's, it's not getting answered. No more anonymous calls on this, on this station. Why would I want to bring in more hatred? Hey, listen, I like a fun argument. I like an interesting argument. I enjoyed the flat earth guy the other week. Who who wouldn't, right? Who wouldn't? But I think it's time to move away from the darkness. You know, someone who phones me up, gosh, 15 times tonight. You need to go out and, and, and I don't know, go and grow some flowers. Go and walk a dog. Go and... Um, read a good book. Go and watch a movie. Go and listen to go and listen to Abbey Road. Go and listen to Forever Changes. Go and listen to Tapestry. Go and sit on a bench on top of a hill at dawn. Bring some beauty into your life. Bring some joy. Don't hate. Don't hate yourself. Um, you know. Look out there. Look out there. Oh, Matty's just reminded me. There is a slight problem with radio.co, which is the server that ho holds radio anywhere. So there is a strong chance that Fadson may not work. It seems to only um, work with stuff that's going live. So we, we, we will see. We will see. Maybe we won't have Fadson. Maybe we go to silence. And that is absolutely cool. Um, if, if people want to phone up, not from a withheld number, and criticise me, criticise this, call me out for things that they think 
I have um, done wrong. I'm so cool with that. I am so cool with that. But such anger and such meanness is just, there's no place for it. I got a song about it. You want to hear a song about it? Here's a song about it. Here's a message from the Haters Club. Imani gets it right every single time. She's got a new album. Um, it's not out yet, but she's got two new albums. Um, and she sent me one, which is, and it's magnificent. It's kind of stripped back. And she's also working on another little Jackie album, which is a joy. 0203-286-6370. I'm actually filming this as well um, because probably over Christmas week, I would imagine, I don't know yet, there will probably be slightly less Patreon shows. So I'm going to make a few videos that will um, get released. <laughs> Excuse me. That will get, I'm talking to you. That will get released over the Christmas period, so you still get your bang for your buck. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute, actually. I want to just mention our wonderful, wonderful advertisers, um, advertisers and sponsors of Radio Anywhere, and what they get for £300 for four weeks is remarkable. They get space on radioanywhere.live slash advertisers. They get at least one tweet a week from me to my 96,000 followers. I even make 45, 60-second adverts for them, which play throughout the day. You've probably heard them if you've listened to the other shows or the music, and they get a live read. That's amazing, right? If you want to advertise on Radio Anywhere, full up for um, for this year, but we will be taking, we will have some spaces in January. If you're interested, small businesses, big businesses, some as big as your head, send me an email, Radio at radioanywhere.live. Although I'm not sure if that email is actually working. Either that or no one's writing to me. In fact, could someone, could, could you do me a favor, right? Could you send me an email to radio at radioanywhere.live? Now, they take ages to come through if they come through. So, could we get some emails, please? Please, to make sure that my email is working because this is my whole business model. So radio at radioanywhere.life, if you wouldn't mind, please. Uh, sponsors, jpurecords.com. Um, next week, we'll play some of the stuff from the Happy Kids Xmas. It's a great album. Happy Kids Xmas. It's uh, loads of uh, Christmas songs, famous Christmas songs, sung in Japanese, quite often by Japanese kids, right? It is the coolest, coolest thing. And if you get in there now, jpurecords.com, look for Happy Kids Xmas. Uh, if you get in there and order it now, that'd be a great Christmas present, right? For someone who likes music, who likes slightly fringy stuff. Maybe they like Japan. Maybe they, you know, they're kind of a big Christmas music fan. They won't have this one in their collection. Happy Kids Xmas. Uh, jpurecords.com. The lovely... Sommers, by the way, this is the only sh show on the radio where you can phone up and stop the adverts. That's nuts, right? 0203-286-6370 is the telephone number. 
Um, if you want to give me a call and stop the adverts, you have the power to stop the adverts. Sommers, S-O-M-M-E-R-S, Sommers Waste Solutions dot com. I love the Sommers guys. Their phone number is 0333. Five double seven seven double four two. Who are they? Well, they will sort you out with any waste needs that you have. Whether you are one person that just wants like a small skip outside on your drive, right? To a huge business that requires seven skips. I don't know how many skips is a lot of skips. Um, it's not just skips that they do. Ignore that. Um, if you want to hire a skip, SommersWasteSolutions.com are great. But also, if you're a company, if you want cheaper waste bills, they have a brilliant switch, swap, and save. And they... Sorry, I've just got something in my throat just as I was doing the important bit. They are pretty sure they can save you money on your waste bills. SommersWasteSolutions.com. One that's proved really popular, um, advertising on here, creasedcards.com. Creasedcards.com. You know, Funky Pigeon and Moopig and all of that stuff, right? Right? These big corporate kind of companies and it's faceless and it's nameless. Creased Cards is a shop in, uh, it's Brighton, isn't it? Why do I want to say Blackpool? It's Brighton. It's a shop. And the, the small team that run it there, Got a huge selection of cards. Really lovely, funny family ones. Nice ones for your kids. Filthy ones as well. I mean, really filthy ones. Um, And the great thing they do that is unique, they will hand write your cards for you. Still not convinced? Use the code RADIO and you get 15% off. CreasedCards.com. Poseidon Safety Management, poseidonsafety.co.uk. They are the premier supplier of manned guarding and canine services in Cornwall. So if you've got a business, big or small, maybe you're a little, little corner shop, maybe you're a huge pub, maybe you're a school, maybe you're whatever. And if you're in Cornwall and in Devon, have a word with poseidonsafety.co.uk. I'm going to give you a phone number. And they, um, they're kind of guarding, but with a, a real human touch. You will get to know the pe- names of the people that are doing the work. You probably get to know the names of some of the dogs as well. And they're all locals, so they know the area. They know the rat runs. They know where the dodge pots go. Ready for the phone number? 01208-455-245. And for the pedants... Zero one two zero eight four double five two four five. I got two more to do. Can you bear with me for two more? You can stop at any point. Oh two oh three two eight six six three seven. Oh, that's my number. That ain't no. That ain't no number of. Uh, that ain't no number of any of the advertisers. That's my number. You want to call it? Thirty minutes left. Call it, and we'll stop doing the adverts. Um. Uh, oh, Kenny, 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 Kenny. Um, oh, I've got to write an email to someone. Uh, 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 hang on a minute. What was? What? Let me read the order of this. Uh, 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 uh. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, last two. Last two. GELaw.co.uk. No, Richard Gorham. Has anybody ever understood a single tweet that man has said? Accent? I don't think so. But he is um, genius with a small G. It's an often overused word uh, at, at sorting out um, divorces, his family law solicitors. And he offers a unique combined legal and psychological approach to divorce. So whereas you normally get divorced and you've got one side going, well, we should go for this, this and this, and then your partner's a piece of trash. And the other side is going, your ex-partner's an absolute scumbag and we should go for this, this and this. He won't do that. He won't do that. He will try and smooth things over and, and, and kind of fix any emotional issues that may be there. And the final, final one, guys, Surf Shark. Love a little bit of Surf Shark. I can get you 83% off and four months extra free of Surf Shark VPM. Um, VPN, it helps you to watch block Netflix or other platforms, content from other countries. I was watching some weird Pokemon thing with the boys that's only, I think is only on American Netflix. And we were able to watch that and enjoy it because I've got Surfshark VPN. There's loads of other films and stuff that you can get different Disney, you go to Disney Plus, um, Netflix, all of those things. Amazon Prime, they all have different, um, like movies and TV series that, that are region locked. Well, with this Surfshark VPN, you get to do it. I'm going to give you the link in a minute. I'm going to give you the link in a minute. They also have a 30 days money back guarantee, right? So you buy it for, you use it for 29 days. At the end of the 29 days, you go, ah, this ain't working for me. This ain't it. I'm not so interested. Well, then you can cancel it and you get your money back. Eight months, well, eight months, ignore that. 83%, not eight months, is four months. 83% off and four months extra free. That is at surfshark.deals slash anywhere. Surfshark.deals slash anywhere. And it really is great. And you can have it on as many um, devices as you want. Laptops, phones, I've got it on my Amazon Fire Stick and uh, all kinds of things like that. And that's the end of the adverts. Um, yeah, so if you want to give a call in, you can. I'm just going to do a little tweet. Uh, 83, hang on a minute, let me just do a little tweet. Eight, 83% off and four months free with Surfshark using this link. It really helps radio anywhere if you use it. Okay, that's the business done. We got 27 minutes left. Let's get some phone calls, shall we? Let's get some phone calls. 0203-286-6370. We don't take withheld numbers anymore because it's just, I would love to. I would love to be able to um, accept withheld numbers, but I, I don't want to let that darkness in. If, if you generally use a withheld number, 
don't withhold it. Just drop the one for one and I will take the call. You can say whatever you want. You can be rude to me. It just, here's what it is. It, it's meeting on equal terms. By you, you've got my phone number, 0203-286-6370. By you using your phone number, it, it, it means we're meeting on equal terms. What am I going to do? I ain't, unless you threaten me, I ain't going to give it to the police. I don't care. It means we're meeting on equal terms. There's no hiding. You know me. You know my name. You know my number. You know my name. Look up the number. Um, but by you not withholding your number, and I'm not speaking to, you know, dickhead before, it means we're meeting on equal terms, equal footing. Only if we're equal can we have any chance of, 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 of having some decent, honest, congruent conversation. So, should we sit here and wait? Let's just sit here and wait. 0203 286 6370. Aha, there we go. It worked. Hello, caller. Hi, Ian. It's Nigel. Not that one. <laughs> well, well done for getting that in. Uh, I could kind of tell that it, it wasn't that one. But yes, hello, Nigel. Other Nigel. How are you? You sound very centred tonight. Um, I'm indestructible. At what time is it? 11.36. I'm indestructible at this precise moment in time. Which is good. Yeah, it's good. I was, I was just thinking the things you've been talking. There's been a few things going on this evening, like Rainbow George and yeah, that chat bringing up. Um, and you mentioned it about what's going on with the government. And I was thinking about in the last eighteen months for me, I started distilling the part of the Serenity Prayer down to. Um, Control the shit you can, release the shit you can't. Okay, yeah. How's that and going? For the, on the, for the most part, pretty well. Brilliant. Um, I've pretty much left Twitter. Oh wow, I am envious, man. I have a I have a work Twitter account, but it's very, very vanilla and bland. But yeah, I think I got very very upset with the whole Dominic Cummings stuff. Yeah. And just kind of realised, what what can I really change about that? Or am I just getting angry? Twitter is designed to get you angry. I wake up and it's probably the first thing I look at on my phone, maybe some WhatsApp than that. And it will suggest stories for you. And it's all hateful. It's all Very rarely is there a story that's like, um, well, occasionally I get a bit of Beatles stuff at the moment because I get back, but mainly it's, you know, it's names like um, Fox or Patel or Raab or Johnson. You know, those are the kind of names that are being suggested to me as things that I would like to look at first thing in the morning. And all it does is it gets me angry. I found myself, I composed a tweet 
oh, to some Tory MP I'd never heard of because there was a story about her. And I didn't send it. Luckily, I didn't send it. And I deleted it. I thought, what am I doing? Why am I, am I doing this because I think it will affect a change? Am I doing it because I want to impress people? Why am I doing this, man? So, well done for getting off Twitter. It sucks. But, it, but it's not. I mean, it's, to some extent, it's not just Twitter. I mean, even local, local Facebook groups. Just somebody can ask an innocuous question. <laughs> it just descend into abuse or yes. people. And, and I discovered a new phrase, which I wasn't aware of. I got accused of sea lining. Sea lining. Sea lining. I don't know that. What is sea lining while I take I my to, um, nighttime I tablet? I to Google it myself. Yeah. Apparently it's to, to ask questions which appear to be sincere but aren't in order to make the answerer get angry and then look as if they're oh. the problem. Wow, gosh, that's, thought, that's a made-up word. And it was, well, it's, well it's, it's, one of, it's one of the new words, so I thank the person for educating me because I went away and looked at it. Yeah. But, it's, yeah, what you, get, what you get around my way is an awful lot of, um, uh, don't, don't build any homes, we don't want any more people here. Oh, well, do, do you you don't live anywhere near Prince's Risborough, do you? Because that's exactly what's going on right now here. But then, but then simultaneously, my children can't afford to. There's no houses for my children to live in. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, can you not see the link between the two? I left. I'm a big fan of the Nothing Is Real podcast, Beatles podcast, and it's absolutely brilliant. And the two gentlemen that do that, it's, it's just the best Beatles podcast by mile. And I thought I'm going to join their Facebook page. And I joined their Facebook page, and after a month, I left. I left it yesterday because just so many assholes. Even in a Beatles Facebook page, there's casual racism towards Yoko. Still, fifty years on, there's all of this stuff. And someone said something, and I someone said they didn't like an album. Right? This is how nuts it is. Someone said that Paul McCartney was rubbish, and, and Pipes of Peace is a crap album. And I replied, going, "Oh, I quite like that album." And just I just got turned on by this guy, and I thought, you know what? I don't want to be attacked because I like an album from 1984. I'm I'm not, inv- you know, I can listen to the podcast. I don't need to be part of this Facebook page. But is it a strange thing if you if you were to post and say I like this album, and I said I also like that album, that doesn't sort of encourage discussion it's almost like we need to have an argument yeah but there's no point in commenting and it's like well can't you just be i mean i've 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 perhaps um left twitter to join tiktok and again mine's pretty bland but the amount of people whose content is responding to people who are having a go at them yeah well it's designed that's what society is designed to this is why uh, partly why I, I was not particularly popular at talk radio because because speech radio now is predominantly um, it, it's combative. You, you you know you get you get one side on to talk about global warming, which like ninety five percent of the scientists agree with, but then you'd get someone who is a complete fruitcake who doesn't agree with it, and they would get equal measure despite the fact it's ninety five percent to five percent, and it would just be to have an argument. And I never wanted to play. I, for for a long time, not let me say never. For a long time, I did not want to play that game, and I would get in trouble for it. I'd get told off for it. But that that's what people want. But, I, but I'm not. 
Well, unless I'm unless I'm in the minority, perhaps I'm in the minority. I've listened to LBC longer than, longer ago than when you were there. Yeah. Um, although you used to used to download your podcasts. Thank you. And turn them on the way into work. Well done. Um, but I and I googled it the other day to see if there's any on YouTube. There's bits and they used to have things like the fix it phoning. Do you remember that? I do remember the fix-it phoning. Yeah, I used to love all of that shit. Where, where people would, on a Saturday afternoon, you could ring up a, I think he was a, a Dutch guy, who would tell you how to fix your Voxel Cavalier. <laughs> you know, where, where could you find that now? On, I love it. On LBC, and I still, I still listen to a fair amount of it. I used to like Gary so Jacobs' legal phone-in. I don't want your life story. Just get to the question. I used to like the pet um, phone-in. I used to like the gardening phone-in. I used to like the plumbing. I used to love all of that stuff. Um, but there is no there is no market. Now, other Nigel, I'm going to move on because I've got a couple of calls coming in. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Um, if I miss your call, I call you back. Dave, I see you, but I'm just going to go to this one first of all. We got ourselves a phone-in show, right? This is pretty amazing. Hello. Hello, this is Ian Lee. Ah, good morning. Oh, good afternoon. Hey, Globule! Yes. I, I got confused because I phoned in and I got an answer phone and I thought I was going to come straight to air, but... Well, you it, 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 listen, John, it's just me under my stairs. I have one yes. phone line, and when uh, if I'm seeing someone, if I'm talking to someone, I can see someone else call in, and I make a point of calling them back in the order that they call in. Ah, excellent. Um, I, I remember uh, one time when I met George, I, he, I, I don't know how the conversation got to this subject, but he told me that he used to... Um, play gambling cards with lord lucan yes many many years ago yeah and uh, at that time i i was <laughs> i had doubts about whether lord lucan was actually guilty of murdering the nanny as he was accused of doing yeah uh, so i asked george his opinion and he said oh yeah he definitely would have committed the murder he's he was completely mad and that's exactly the <laughs> sort of thing he would have done yeah, I think I think I've, I think I remember him saying something like that to me too. And of course, you don't know how it got there because George would very often steer the conversation. You know, you you God, I would love to have seen you two talking to each other. That would have been absolutely bonkers. Uh, yes, I um, I I, I did. Um, I was. I did used to wonder how Lord Lucan supposedly got made the mistake of murdering the wrong person, thinking that it was his wife rather than the nanny but anyway uh, according to george if he could have okay. been completely drunk and completely uh making the mistake well of- that's that's conclusive to me john that that is conclusive if george said it then you know what it must be true because he never spoke bullshit yeah and uh the, the other person i met at the same, actually at the same time when i met uh, george was the late um, Ronnie Carroll who used oh, to yeah. sing in Eurovision? Yeah, yeah. George was a big was was always banging on about Ronnie Carroll. Yeah. Yes. What was yes, he like? I, um, he he was uh, he was okay. I, I only met him briefly and sort of took a photo of them. And um, it was during an election campaign, so uh, I think it was only briefly. And I was uh, I'm I'm not quite old enough to remember and be in great awe of of 
um, Ronnie Carroll no. was a big fan of him. I don't I, think I, anyone I, was particularly in awe of Ronnie. He was never a huge star, but he yeah. was—he was a you know—he was a face. Yes, I, I knew who he was, but I—I I, I wasn't like uh, um, thinking that he was a hugely um, exciting person for me to get excited about. Um, I, I remember actually one time I. Um, I mentioned to a, a, a another presenter on LBC Radio a number of years ago. I, I mentioned that uh, Ronnie Carroll was standing in uh, whichever by-election it was at the time, and I said, "Oh, by the way, that is of course the same Ronnie Carroll who used to sing in the Eurovision Song Contest." Yeah. And um, the the above-mentioned uh, LBC presenter that I was talking to didn't that uh, he actually. Th- thought that I was joking and didn't believe me when oh. I said it was the same person. Oh. What's present- hmm? Well, g- here's a funny thing. Guess shall I, I say? Go on, say who. Shall I-, shall I say who the presenter was? Say it. It was the Bill Buckley. Ah, Bill. Um, I was texting Clive Ball tonight. Oh, yes. Because I texted him to see if he'd, he'd heard about um, George, and he had. Yes. And um, I said to him, do you know what, uh, Clive, George phoned me last week and the last two words I said to him were F off. Oh, um, dear. Oh, dear. Um, and, um, yeah, I had a nice little b- b- brief texticle with, uh, with Clive Bull. And he, Clive is doing very, very well. You'll all be Talk, pleased talking to of Talking of uh, Clive. Yes. Um, whatever did happen to Babs of Bermondsey? Gosh. Is she still is oh, she still alive? Come on, John. I think we know the answer to that is she probably died about twenty years ago. Mm. I wonder if if Babs did I ever speak to Babs? Wasn't there another slightly potty um, older woman that would phone up and sing? Maybe there I... were very many potty old women who used to phone in and sing. Yeah, Matty Steva, who's who I can see in the chat. Did I ever speak to Babs from Bermondsey? I've got a feeling I did, but actually I might have. I might have dreamt it. I might. Have I, I annoyed it. Babs in Bermondsey once. Right. I made a prediction. Um, uh, I was chatting with another caller on air, where there were, it was like a sort of three-way conversation between multiple callers, yes. all at the same time. And one of the other callers asked me to make a. A prediction, yeah. And I hadn't uh, thought of, I hadn't prepared any particular prediction in advance. So I just said the first random thing that uh, came into my mind, and I said, "I predict that on the nineteenth of December two thousand and twelve, Babs in Bermondsey will explode." Wow. And a few, uh, and we didn't <laughs> think much. We, we didn't. We didn't. Th- we, we, we didn't think much more of it, and the yeah. conversation went on, but. Then a few minutes later, she exploded. How dare that man say I'm going to blow up? Oh Christ! She was annoyed. Um, I I don't I don't know if I would be annoyed. I mean, if if it was perceived as a threat, maybe she thought maybe she felt threatened, John. In which case, it was a threat. I think I think it was probably a cultural clash between my surrealist um, satire and her real life world of being a relatively. Uh, Sane person. And, oh, Jesus. And never the twain shall meet. How are you doing, Johnny? Okay, we'll end on that. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. 0203 286 6370 is the telephone number. Let's give Dave a call. What a show tonight. This is gold. Just think, I can't get, I can't get a job on a radio station. Just imagine that. Hello, Dave. 
Do you know my name? Look up the number. How you doing? Oh, I'm. I'm remembered what I was gonna. Um, what the next song was gonna be. So, <laughs> thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I'm all right, Dave. I'm all right. I had an interview for potentially a second counselling placement. It went very, very well. I just got a feeling they're going to offer it to me, and I've got another interview. I got to a feeling. A feeling deep inside. I'm nearly at the end of episode two of the Beatles and oh I just want to live with them I just oh here's what they need to do right uh, here's if anyone if if anyone else posts what they want Peter Jackson to do this is it he has to make a VR version of get back so you can put on your headset and you can be in those studios with the band and you can walk around Jackson can do it Jackson can do in, it in part two is there the bit where um the cameramen and everything go and sit and play the instruments <laughs> um is that in part two i don't I can't remember I, do you know i don't think so no i don't think so i don't think so uh, that's a lovely moment yeah that'd be good if you could just sit there and you could choose which one you were going to be and it's going to look around and you know oh i just i just want to be independent in there and you can walk around it's got to be possible, right? Because I've played VR and a lot of it's easy. You just go in there and you walk around and you can walk into the control room. You can look at Glyn Johns looking like a, a ponce. You can, you know, you can, go and, you can go and look at George Harrison's bad teeth. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, he hasn't got anything else to do now, so he might as well. Yep, exactly. Um, what you got for us, please, David? Uh, I went to see a friend of mine play a gig tonight and then... I sat around with a couple of other musician friends of mine and we sat and ate crisps uh, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful. And it's, and it's a sort of evening that, you know, will warm you for the rest of the winter. It's, uh, I feel very lucky to know people and, um, yeah, just to hang around, hang around with really talented musicians and um, just them, them actually, you know, uh, just them to talk to. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, good man, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're living slightly, your best slightly life. Emotional, slightly emotional about it, but yeah, it was. It was one of those evenings. Where you say, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, some oh, it might be crap sometimes, but when it's good, it's really, really good. You sound. You sound ridiculously upbeat. This is. Uh... I am. I'm ridiculously upbeat. Yeah. Good. Lots of hugs and lots of you know. You know lots. Uh, lots of COVID like, exchanging. Well, yeah, yeah, a lot of, you know, if I get it, then so be it. It was worth it, put it that way. Dave, I'm going to kick you off because I'm going to play a slightly longer version of that song. Good. Tutty bye, tutty bye. Let's have some Beatles, shall we? What a song. You won't know this one. Pinch Punch, first of month, no returns. the best Beatles song of all time. Thank you, everyone. We are done. Thank you, Rainbow George. Uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for being beautiful. Thank you for being weird. Thank you for being frustrating. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being unique. Thank you for really getting on my tits. Thank you. Um, I'm going to end now. Hopefully, you're going to hear Fadson, but there might be a problem with, with the whole setup, so it may not happen. It may just go to silence. If it's Fadson, stick around and listen. If it's silence, 
stick around and listen. This is Radio Anywhere. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.